AI truly is the hottest craze in tech in 2023. And it's currently going through that phase that every hot new tech trend goes through where every single major tech company is trying to get in on the action and strike while the iron is hot. It's hot AI spring. Oh, it's so hot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Two months ago, your average person would have never even heard of ChatGPT and would have considered Bing just Microsoft's less successful answer to Google search. But now it's all anyone can talk about. Never mind that ChatGPT and Bing AI, while definitely impressive, still kind of suck at actually providing reliable information. AI is the future, and any company that doesn't jump on board this paradigm shift is getting left in the dust. Or at the very least, mention it, so that everyone goes, good job, let's stay on top of things. Bing. Mm -hmm. So, of course, we've already seen Google announce its plans for their AI chatbot, Bard. Terrible name. (laughs) It's the worst name. Immediately after Microsoft announced Bing AI, despite Google's previous stance on AI essentially being, we've been working on this shit for a decade, and it is still not ready. But, you know, the market wants what the market wants. Yeah, you guys asked for it. And, of course, even Google's carefully curated announcement of Bard turned out to be riddled with AI-generated misinformation, confirming their earlier stance. But it turns out that it doesn't really matter if AI chatbots are pathological liars. Bing and ChatGPT lie constantly and no one cares. Stop trying to ruin the hype, you dang killjoys. Yeah. I had a, a an ad for Bing's AI pop up in Windows. And it was like, you can ask it fun things like this and this and this. And I was just like, I as even an average person, I do yeah. not care about this. They added it to the Windows 11 like search bar. Oh, well. Yeah. Big deal. Don't care. If it gives me, if it automatically goes to AI answers, I will be very upset. Yeah. So anyway, in the past week, we've gotten multiple announcements from multiple big tech names about their own plans to bring AI chat into their products. Uh, First up, Meta, of course, or better known as Facebook, a company that has desperately been trying and not succeeding at making everyone see that the the future of tech is actually, uh, it's virtual reality, guys. Uh, Or, or, well, it's actually whatever you guys want. What do you guys want? That's the future of tech. It's got to hurt a little bit, spending an entire year and some change and absolutely insane amounts of money uh, trying to make the metaverse seem cool, only to have ChatGPT show up out of nowhere and have people immediately fawn over that the way that they were supposed to be fawning over the metaverse. Mm -hmm. What about me? But if you can't beat them, join them. Uh, Zuckerberg posted the following to Facebook on Monday. We're creating a new top-level product group at Meta focused on generative AI to turbocharge our work in this area. We're starting by pulling together a lot of the teams working on generative AI across the company into one group focused on building delightful experiences around this technology into all of our different products. In the short term, we'll focus on building creative and expressive tools. Over the longer term, we'll focus on developing AI personas that can help people in a variety of ways. We're exploring experiences with text like chat in WhatsApp and Messenger, with images like creative Instagram filters and ad formats, and with video and multimodal experiences. We have a lot of foundational work to do before getting to the really futuristic experiences, but I'm excited about all of the new things that we'll build along the way. This post generated by ChatGPT. <laughs> it really did, like, if it wasn't, it did hit all the notes of being like, not only we're we working on this, we're working on other stuff, we're working on parts of AI that other people aren't focusing on, yeah. and of course, the metaverse still happening, and yeah. only to be enhanced by this beautiful AI. Yeah, um, so it, it's easy to see this as Facebook just sort of doing what Facebook has done for the last decade or so, which is to just take what other companies are doing and do a worse job at it. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly... It's a little weird that he didn't even mention the metaverse in that post because 
that's kind of where this kind of thing could really shine. Yeah. Uh, people have already demonstrated a ridiculous habit of treating these chatbots as if they are living, sentient beings. So just imagine all the AI-powered NPCs that they could put into Horizon Worlds for people to form unhealthy emotional attachments to. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't like a massive privacy uh, problem, it would actually be beneficial to put on a headset and like have a therapy session or uh, with a chatbot. If if it's just a, it's a privacy nightmare. Oh, everything is these days. Yeah. Who cares? But uh, I mean, like. Just think about it. Like, you can't have uh, a wife and kids in the real world, but in Horizon Worlds, you've got a nice big house. You've got a, a lovely traditional wife. And you who, can go uh, out for cigarettes whenever you want. That's right. You can put the away message on the family and just leave. And then tell the AI not to, not to fucking ride you about it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, then there's Snapchat, who mm -hmm. on the same day as Zuckerberg's announcement made their own AI announcement. It's called My AI, and it's a, a chatbot running a custom version of GPT that is currently available to Snapchat Plus members who pay $3.99 a month. Do you even get a verified badge with that? I don't know. I have not even looked at Snapchat in probably at least five years. I thought that um, it was a dead app. I, I had no idea that people still even Not only it. is it not dead, there is Snapchat Plus. You pay $3.99 and you get, um, I don't know what you get, but yeah, that's apparently a thing. Interestingly, in Snapchat's blog post announcing My AI, the majority of the announcement is basically just warning people in advance that My AI kind of sucks and will do some weird shit while they work out all the kinks. Uh, from that post, My AI can recommend birthday gift ideas for your BFF, plan a hiking trip for a long weekend, suggest a recipe for dinner, or even write a haiku about cheese for your cheddar-obsessed pal. Make My AI your own by giving it a name and customizing the wallpaper for your chat. As with all AI-powered chatbots, my AI is prone to hallucination and can be tricked into saying just about anything. Please be aware of its many deficiencies and sorry in advance. All conversations with my AI will be stored and may be reviewed to improve the product <laughs> experience. Uh, please do not share any secrets with my AI and do not rely on it for advice. While my AI is designed to avoid biased, incorrect, harmful, or misleading information, mistakes may occur. Please press and hold on any message from my AI to submit feedback. We look forward to hearing about your experience with my AI. Happy snapping! Yeah, so the announcement post is like 60%, just like the, the shit. It, it's like an ad for medicine in America. If you don't live in America, you might not know this, but uh, they, they advertise medicine, uh, prescription medicine on the TV. Yeah. And it's like 10 seconds of actual ad and then about 40 seconds of like legal jargon about how yeah, you might actually effects. die. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, a lot of people uh, having heart attacks, uh, yeah. you know, diarrhea. Yeah. And the the whole time you're watching it, uh, it's just someone on a mountain bike uh, yeah. riding along the coast uh, or something. Taking in the sun. Yeah, just having a just great having time. having a picnic. And it's like, it's like you my, may die. Having a picnic and this drug might cause you to shit your pants. Side effects may include your dick falling off. It could, you never yeah. know. But yeah, AI is kind of the same thing. It's all sunshine, roses, and rainbows until the AI becomes racist, but that's your fault and we're keeping tabs on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're, just, they're just keeping track of everything you say to the uh, AI. By the way, uh, we are logging all yeah. of this. <laughs> we're gonna see who causes the just AI Just a heads up, don't, to don't tell it like secrets or anything because we will read it. Yeah. Um, interestingly though, Snap AI's entire purpose seems to just be chatting, which is, I guess, good. I, I don't know. It won't write essays or anything like that. And it appears at the top of the same tab that you use to message your friends. We honestly have no clue if Snapchat's user base still skews on the younger side, but after seeing how grown adults have gotten deeply emotionally attached to chatbots like Replica and Bing, aka Sydney, surely nothing can go wrong exposing that same technology 
to teenagers. Yeah, the loneliest generation of teenagers in uh, human history. Um, logging on to Snapchat, zero messages in my inbox. I feel like shit. I'm going to start chatting with this bot. This is so frustrating, especially because it's not even that long ago. It was, what, eight months ago that the report, the internal memos about Instagram causing actual depression in teenagers yeah. were leaked. Um, so, you know... Well, now they have someone to talk to about their depression. That it's not a person, but... And could also further exacerbate things. But yeah. it's like they were like, they saw all of this and they're like, well, we're probably going to get regulated soon. Let's just go all the yeah. way with it until... We can't anymore. Let her rip. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's all well and good. But who cares what Facebook and Snapchat are doing with AI? None of that matters. When the world's smartest and, once again, richest man... There you go. ...also has well, some actually, AI chatbot plans Depending on you know, the stock at Last any point Last I in time. checked, he was, once again, the, the man in the throne. But that, you know, do your own research. Sure. Ask, ask ChatGBT who the world's richest man is. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, that's right. This season's two main storylines... Are converging. We love to see it. Get ready for Elon GPT. Now, as you'll recall, Elon Musk has expressed serious concern over what has been happening with Chat GPT. And no, it's not about the lies or the way that it's destroying academia, journalism, and countless other careers. Um, Elon is concerned that in a hypothetical situation in which Chat GPT can disarm a nuclear bomb by saying the N-word, its woke programming will prevent it from doing so, thus resulting in millions of deaths. Concerning. <laughs> Interesting. Here's Motherboard. Elon Musk is forming a new research lab to develop an alternative to ChatGPT, the popular chatbot that he derided as being too woke, according to a report from The Information. Though Musk was one of the original founders of OpenAI, the parent company of ChatGPT, he left in 2018 due to disagreements in the company's direction and has recently been a vocal critic of the company and its products. Musk, who is a notorious free speech advocate, once called ChatGPT concerning for not being willing to say a racial slur in an absurd, hypothetical situation where doing so would save millions of people from a nuclear bomb. In another instance, in response to a user asking OpenAI CEO Sam Altman to turn off the woke settings for GPT, Musk replied saying, The danger of training AI to be woke, in other words, lie, is deadly. Musk's comments are part of a larger cultural debate fueled by conservatives who are panicking over AI moderation filters and calling ChatGPT woke. To these users, the fact that ChatGPT would refuse to tell a joke about women or refuse to tell a story about why a drag queen story hour is bad for kids was proof that AI is in fact biased against conservatives. And this is of course very, very silly. ChatGPT has pretty heavy content moderation guardrails in place, but not because OpenAI is trying to enforce some definition of universal truth in which conservatives are always wrong. You idiot. They just don't want screenshots of their products saying offensive shit to start making the rounds because that would be bad for business. Mm -hmm. It's as if everyone has forgotten about Microsoft Tech, including, to some extent, Microsoft. Yeah. But okay, look, to be fair, Musk isn't just trying to make slur GPT. That's only part of it. Yeah. Uh, the guy Musk recruited to run his new chatbot told The Information, the goal is to improve the reasoning abilities and the factualness of these language models. That includes making sure the model's responses are more trustworthy and reliable. So that's a hilariously vague description, which basically describes what every AI company is also trying to do. But it's especially funny when applied to an AI chatbot owned by the world's most thin-skinned man, who, despite painting himself as some sort of warrior of truth... <laughs> has repeatedly demonstrated that his definition of the truth is just whatever makes him look good. 
Uh, this mission statement also doesn't really line up with any of what Musk has said about AI lately. Uh, in addition to calling it concerning that ChatGPT won't say racial slurs, he's posted based AI multiple times, including once in response to a story about Bing AI calling a journalist Hitler and accusing them of murder, and also in this meme, which Elon probably made himself because it sucks, which features woke AI and closed AI kaijus fighting each other and then running away when based AI, a giant Shiba Inu, shows up. Lame! I'm sure he has, like, meme crafters who are like, Sir, please. I don't know. This one is so bad, like, so poorly crafted that I think it's him. This is like when, uh, it's like when teachers try to, like, uh, level with the, the teens and get in on the trend to, like, same yeah. goals. Like, you see pictures of, like, the, on the fellow kids subreddit of, like, high schools and elementary schools, like, using memes incorrectly or yeah. using memes that are way too old. I, like, I, I still refuse to believe says, that, wash your hands. that he's like dragging things around. He, I, I, I fully believe that Elon is the type of person who would stand directly over someone's no, shoulder. No, 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 put it, uh, make sure it says uh, uh, based AI. Not just that, smudging their screen with yeah. his, touching the screen. Yeah. That's just the kind of guy I see him being. Anyway, this rules because Tesla investors are already very fed up with Musk dedicating so much of his time to Twitter when he already has multiple companies he's trying to juggle uh, on top of tweeting lame shit 18 hours a day. So sure, add another company to the pile. This is a great idea. Mm -hmm. I think you should really see this through. Yeah. And uh, that's not even the only Elon self-sabotage that we have for you today. But before we get to that, we do have to do some ads. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. The show survives. Uh, this episode is sponsored by Bombas. Are you ready to get active? Think Bombas, the better basics that take sweat wicking, blister preventing, friction free movements seriously. Bombas are designed for every activity, running, golfing, yoga, etc., and made with performance and comfort innovations and soft, breathable materials. Socks, underwear, and t shirts are the number one, two, and three most requested items in homeless shelters. That's why for every comfy item you purchase, Bombas donates another comfy item to someone experiencing homelessness. Bombas Performance Socks are made with technically advanced features like proprietary hex tech, which incorporates sweat-wicking yarns, supportive strategic zone cushioning, and built-in ventilation to increase airflow. Bombas are a gym bag staple that are made to last, and if they experience any wear and tear, Bombas will replace them for life. Go head-to-toe Bombas in lightweight t-shirts designed to feel cool against your skin, underwear so airy and breathable you may forget you're wearing any, and socks designed to make every workout more comfortable. Performance socks are so colorful and comfortable, you'll want to wear them even when you're not working out. No matter how you like to get active, Bombas has something for you. Gripper socks help you stay balanced in Pilates and bar. Left-right foot contoured running socks give you a perfect fit that won't slide in your shoe. Merino wool golf socks help keep you comfy and supported all day while on the course. So go to bombas.com slash todaydaily and use code todaydaily for 20% off your first purchase. That is B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash todaydaily and use our code todaydaily at checkout. I, I got to say, after trying, this is before they ever sponsored us. Years ago, I got into Bombas. I've been have, wearing Bombas since long before they paid me. To. Yeah, that's true. Just like uh, Matthew McConaughey and his yeah. Lincoln. I've been driving these Bombas all over the place. Mm -hmm. I refuse to wear anything else, but when it does become summertime, the best part is the ankle socks do not slip down into your shoes. One of the biggest pet peeves ever. They're yeah. fantastic. Trust us. They're a great product. And you get a, a pair of whatever you get goes to a homeless shelter. So it's wonderful. And this episode is sponsored by Mudwater. Mudwater is a coffee alternative with four adaptogenic mushrooms and Ayurvedic herbs. 
With only a fraction of caffeine as a cup of coffee, you get energy without the anxiety, jitters, or crash of coffee. Mudwater leans on mushrooms in their blend of matcha and their blend of chai for sustained energy. Each ingredient was added for a purpose. Lion's mane, that's a mushroom, for alertness. Cordyceps to help support physical performance. Chaga and reishi to uh, support your immune system. Turmeric for soreness and cinnamon for antioxidants. Yeah, I, I, I quite like, they sent me the matcha and the chai and I, I still can't decide which one I like. They're both delicious and um, I like it because I have a very sensitive tummy and uh, drinking coffee on an empty stomach. Gotta protect the gut health. Yeah, this does not have, uh, I don't feel regret after drinking this. I feel good. There you go. Mud is 100% USDA organic, non-GMO, gluten-free, vegan, and kosher certified. Mudwater donates monthly to leading psychedelic research centers as Mudwater believes like we do, that the country is in a mental health epidemic and sees psychedelics as useful tools for individuals with depression, PTSD, anxiety, and other mental health problems. Go to mudwater.com newsday to support the show and use code newsday for 15% off. That is M-U-D-W-T-R dot com newsday for 15% off with code newsday. All right, back to the news now. And the other Elon Musk cell phone is one that pretty much anyone could see coming even before he bought Twitter, but especially since then. Eventually, Elon was going to slip up and talk shit on the Chinese government, whoopsie, uh, which Tesla really, really needs to be on friendly terms with if they want to continue expanding over there. Elon's been ingratiating himself with the right wing for a while, and the right wing hates China, so it was going to happen at some point, especially in reference to COVID-19, which conservatives simultaneously see as a harmless case of the sniffles, but also a Chinese bioweapon. Why not both? So here's The Verge. China is Tesla's second largest market, home to one of its gigafactories, and is a source of materials that are key to making electric cars. Bloomberg reported in January that an expansion for Tesla's Shanghai factory was delayed due to the government's concern about Starlink. So this wouldn't be the first time his car company could be affected by other endeavors. Musk was responding to tweets asserting as fact that the virus originated in a Chinese laboratory. The tweet cited news, first reported by the Wall Street Journal, of a classified energy department report concluding, with low confidence, that the Wuhan Institute of Virology was the source of the virus. A Chinese foreign ministry spokeswoman called for the U.S. government to stop defaming China and politicizing the process of tracing the origins of the virus. The Global Times Post said Musk's tweets and retweets are being used to frame China. China is not happy with this man. Mm -mm. Better uh, announce another cheaper electric car. Which is exactly what he did. Is that what he, I, I I tuned in for a little bit and um, nothing was happening? Did, it, it's he, like did a, he finally announce a new car. Well, I don't know, but that was the uh, it's it was happening while we were getting ready to film this. But uh, the the you you'll probably see by the time this video goes up. But it was supposed to be like the follow up to the Model Y and cheaper. Yeah. So right, well. who knows? Yeah. You know, look, all of his promises have come true so far. Yeah. Every single one. Let's go. So yeah, look, this is one of the problems that occurs when you own multiple companies, one of which is a free speech company, his own words, and uh, another of which is heavily dependent on doing business with a very anti-free speech country. So we'll see how that goes. But meanwhile, yeah, both the U.S. Department of Energy and the FBI apparently believe COVID originated in a virology lab in Wuhan, which a lot of con uh, COVID truthers are treating as a full vindication of their conspiracy theories, despite the actual scientific community and multiple other U.S. agencies still being undecided about the topic at best. Um, my take on this is like, cool, whatever. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't affect the... What do you uh, want me to do with this information? The, the completely fumbled response, right. uh, both exactly. in America and worldwide, uh, as a result of how this happened. And also, just like, 
the problem at the time with the people that were promoting uh, this theory at the time was that they were using it to do a racism, which is also what people are worried about here. They were using it to do a racism and also using it as an excuse for not doing anything yeah. to contain uh, the spread of the virus mm -hmm. or uh, even act like it's a problem. Yes. It's uh, it's like someone sets your house on fire and they're like, hey, your house is on fire. It's like, well, I didn't start it on fire. What do you want me to do? Yeah, and this is also, there's two different sides to this too with being an intentional lab, lab yeah, leak, which a lot of the conspiracy theorists uh, still believe and use this yeah. as a uh, they way to... They intentionally unleashed a virus on their own people. That makes sense. Yeah, it, hopes, anyways. Uh, but, uh, I mean, look, who knows? Maybe the FBI is right. A domestic law enforcement agency isn't exactly the first agency that we would turn to for insight on global pandemics, but sure. Okay, I guess it's plausible. Meanwhile, the assessment from the Department of Energy, which is, again, not an agency focused on public health or virology, was reported as the DOE saying a lab leak was the most likely explanation, which is, that's true, yeah, sort of, but this news came via a leaked intelligence report in which the DOE also says they have low confidence in the theory. So, getting some mixed messages here. What the hell does that mean? Here's motherboard. The U.S. intelligence community, IC, uses the terms low, moderate, and high confidence to describe the amount and quality of the information behind any one of its claims. According to the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, ODNI, the body that brings the 18 IC agencies together and coordinates them, a low confidence level generally indicates that the information used in the analysis is scant, questionable, fragmented, or that solid analytical conclusions cannot be inferred from the information, or that the IC has significant concerns or problems with the information sources. That definition can be found in the ODNI's 2011 guide on the IC and how to properly understand what an intelligence report means. Doesn't matter though, the headline works, it's great, yeah. and again, regardless, it is a glaring uh, uh, example of our unpreparedness and unwillingness to work together to stop a problem from well, spreading. Well, we didn't start it, so why should we just let it happen? Anything, but... yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, looks like the lab leak theory is, in fact, still just a theory, one of many theories. I mean, there's definitely evidence in support of it, mm -hmm. but absolutely no smoking gun. And there may never be, but it could be true. Sure. We don't know, and we might never know. And what's kind of maddening about this entire topic is what the hell does it matter? What is your average person supposed to do with this information? Uh, angrily yell at others. Like, people just really, really want someone to blame for the pandemic. But even if COVID did definitively leak out of a lab in China, that doesn't exonerate our own government and fellow citizens for doing just the worst fucking job imaginable at responding to it. They would have done just as shitty a job in responding to a naturally occurring virus. So what are we supposed to do? Go to war with China? Like, what do you want? Let us know in the comments. And again, the problem with this in the beginning was that it was being uh, weaponized. Uh, go back and look at all of the news reports. Weaponized against Asian Americans. Yeah, no, people got real fucking racist. Yeah. But anyways, back to Elon yet again. Here's a story that should settle once and for all whether or not sacrificing your personal life in order to go above and beyond for your employer is for suckers. Spoiler, it is. Companies aren't families, and no matter how much you sacrifice for them, you're still just a line item on a spreadsheet. Case in point, check out this tweet thread from back in November, right after Elon bought Twitter. So at 11.16 p.m. local California time on November 1st, Twitter product team member Evan Jones tweeted out a picture of a woman sleeping on the floor in a meeting room with the caption, 
when you need something from your boss at Elon Twitter. Uh, that boss, Esther Crawford, quote retweeted the post with, when your team is pushing round the clock to make deadlines, sometimes you hashtag sleep where you work. She then followed that up with a, a thread about how hard work requires sacrifice and how this is all going to be worthwhile in the end. Anyways, that lady was fired from Twitter this week. <laughs> as the, It's not funny that she it's lost not her funny, job, but it's but like you, the irony is there. Yeah. Uh, as part of yet another round of layoffs affecting around 200 employees. And 200, again, in the grand scheme of things, for big companies, seems, you know, pretty small. But this Twitter is, like round is a, 10 of the layoffs. And Twitter was already a pretty small company. So, yeah, uh, yeah this is somewhat significant. This, and this lady was in charge of Twitter Blue. So it's like, and these, okay. these employees were the ones that <laughs> stuck around. Yeah. Yeah, she was an OG. Yeah. So. Well, and, and stuck around, meaning a lot were given the option in November. No. <laughs> no, this is going to be worth my time and effort. Mm -hmm. It'll pay off in the end. Now, apparently they were notified about this via an email that said, today is your last working day at the company. Oh, I feel like family. This is just like when my family fires me. Yeah, most sane people would see getting shit canned via email after months of working 80-hour eight eight weeks and never seeing their families as a teachable moment. But tech industry people, they are not, they are not there. They are not sane. Yeah. They are uh, broken. They're a different breed. So here's Esther Crossford uh, pushing back on the haters. The worst take you could have from watching me go all in on Twitter 2.0 is that my optimism or hard work was a mistake. Those who jeer and mock are necessarily on the sidelines and not in the arena. I'm deeply proud of the team for building through so much noise and chaos. Cocked. Ready, surf, ready, surf mindset. Ready to be abused by another company. Yeah. Like, Damn. hey, don't... Other companies looking for employees don't think that I wasn't working hard or that I didn't love the company. I am ready to sacrifice my well-being, mental health, and family for you. Yeah. I will completely abandon my family to work on your shitty product. And then when you fire me, I'll be like, you know what? I deserve that. Because I should have worked even harder. Still technically not as bad as when Machinima sent out a mass email uh, with everyone CC'd on it <laughs> that showed who was getting fired and who wasn't. Yeah, like a full hour before the actual meeting took place. Or was it the night before? It was. It was a. Real, it was an hour before. It was, it was an hour before, but people didn't know which email were the fired people and which weren't. So everyone was trying to deduce it based on. Like, uh, we know the, this the performance. Sucks. Yeah, <laughs> the performance of the person yeah, in email group B. Fun little uh, process of elimination game. Yeah. Anyway, let's close out the show today with something fun. Uh, so it's worth remembering that a year ago, before all the constant hype about AI, there was constant hype about. Something else entirely. What could that be? My brain doesn't work. Uh, yeah, so 2022, it doesn't feel like it was all that long ago. Uh, that is, until you remember how just one year ago, Web3 and NFTs were the next big thing in tech. The hottest buzzwords that every company was talking about integrating into their products. The inevitable future of the internet. Uh, 2022 was also when that forecast for the future completely fell apart with interest in NFTs and cryptocurrency in general just absolutely cratering as more and more people realized that it was just scams upon scams from top to bottom, but yeah. uh, what, what a year. It was pretty fun to watch from the outside, and one phrase that is permanently seared into our memories from back then is, all my apes gone. Now, this came from a tweet by some dude with a bored ape NFT profile pic who had experienced something countless other NFT bros experienced. The theft of his beloved NFTs. And uh, also managed to describe his loss of hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of JPEGs in such a succinct and absurd way that it quickly became a catchphrase for any time the same thing happened. And it happened a lot. All my apes gone. Mm -hmm. And another tweet that's burned into our brains permanently is, is one that captivated non-NFT people with its utter incomprehensibility. A lot of y'all still don't get it. 
Ape holders can use multiple slurp juices on a single ape. So if you have one astro ape and three slurp juices, you can create three new apes. Tonight's slurp juice mint event is essentially a minting event for both lab monkeys and special forces. Uh, everyone's been asking me about- uh, A lot of y'all still don't understand. Passive income? No, active income. Gotta drip the juice. You still don't get it. Yeah. You could use one people... slurp juice on multiple apes. Come on. Okay, I understand why people online, finally I understand why people online are upset about these NFT things. Oh, they, they don't get it. They don't understand they that don't you can understand. use the slurp juice and yeah. you can, it, it's like, you know, if people, if people knew about the slurp juices, things would be Luckily, going a lot differently. Right I'm now. here to tell them, and that way uh, boost the value of all these mutants. A lot of y'all still don't get it. Well, despite the NFT economy being a shell of its former self, people are still buying them and having them stolen. And this week on Twitter, we unexpectedly got what might be this year's All My Apes Gone or, or Slurp Juice. All, I'm completely devastated. My wallet has been completely drained and all my NFTs and ETH gone. My BAYC, MAYC, Coda, Three Doggos, BAYC Land, Nine Rumble Kongs, all gone. All because I wanted to play Dookie Dash on my laptop. <laughs> See below thread on what happened. Dookie Dash. Can't a guy play Dookie Dash yeah. without having his entire financial life ruined? It's, it's like, that tweet, even for like knowing about this stuff, that tweet is like looking at one of those like old school AI generated images that like, it like breaks your brain because it's not a picture of anything. It's yeah. just like shapes and shit. Yeah, it's like a dog face with a yeah. bunch of fractals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, I know these are words, but I like, I feel uh, like I have that disease where uh, just language uh, doesn't make any doesn't sense. Make sense. The, the, it is funny looking back at those, uh, those uh, renderings because that's why it didn't catch on then because people were put off by it. Yeah. <laughs> that actually terrifies me. It's, it's unsettling to look at. I mean, that's what it's best at. Yes. So anyway, yeah, the phrase, all because I wanted to play Dookie Dash on my laptop. <laughs> That's going to be, uh, that, that is now, like, anytime something terrible happens, and all because I wanted to play Dookie Dash on my laptop. Got rear-ended the other day. The insurance company is claiming that it's my fault, and this is all because I wanted to play Dookie Dash on the laptop. <laughs> so yeah, that is now permanently seared into our minds alongside all my apes gone and slurp juice. I'm going to be sitting on my deathbed in hospice care. I don't even remember the names or faces of my dearest friends and family. Yeah. I'm just mumbling about fucking slurp juices and Dookie Dash while the nurse, like, spoons fucking pudding into my mouth as I flatline. Yeah, the doctor's like, you know, you could if you, if you fixed your diet, uh, some of these gut problems or whatever would go away. And it's like, well, I got a bad bill of health from the doctor. He said I'm going to die in six months if I don't change something. Oh, yeah, what, what did he say? Uh, you know, I was playing Dookie Dash on the laptop, yeah. and the next thing you know, I have uh, colorectal cancer. All because I wanted to play Dookie Dash on my laptop. I mean, technically, if you played enough Dookie Dash on your laptop... <laughs> I don't even it, know. What is Dookie I, Dash? I, I, don't I didn't even I bother care looking to know. it up. It's actually cooler in my mind than yeah, ever looking it up. I imagine it's like fecal in some way. I just imagine it's like a, like a porcelain... Uh, slide, and you're Mr. Hanky, and yeah. you're doing one of those things where you dash from side to side yeah, collecting coins. Yeah, all these NFT games are like, they're literally just like mobile games from 2010, but uh, you can earn or lose money playing them. But so, As I was uh, saying, it, you could, if you played long enough on your laptop, on your actual lap, make yourself go sterile oh, because yeah. you're playing too much Dookie Dash. Yeah. Which um, might actually be a benefit to society. Both of my balls have uh, received like 10 lifetimes worth of radiation. All my balls all, gone. All, all no slurp juice. <laughs> all because I want to play Dookie Dash on my laptop. I have the slurp. People don't understand my yeah. slurp juice problem. All my nuts gone. All because I wanted to play <laughs> Dookie Dash on the laptop. You did it. You put them all together. Well, 
Anyway, that's our show. Um, Dookie Dash. Uh, <laughs> if you want to know more about uh, Twitter, especially the, the goings-on of one of Twitter's main characters, Scott Adams, creator of Dilbert and creator of the Dilberito. Yeah. Uh, we made a video on that. Things are not going great for him. I did find out why Elon was a little more obsessed with Scott Adams than maybe any normal person would be. And it's because uh, he has, like, apparently in meetings, referenced Dilbert constantly throughout the years of running companies. Well, yeah, he's a fan, I guess. Yeah. And then we have a weekly weird news episode about Evil Elmo. You're just going to have to watch it to find out. Also, Penis Man is back. You're going to have to watch it to find out And what don't that talk means to too. Cookie Monster. Don't talk to him. Mm -mm. Check out those videos. We'll be back soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.